You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. Hello and welcome to the Twisted Sisters. It is spooky season. It is spooky vibes out there. You got Samantha Mello here. And Allie Engren. And we are here to talk about all the fun stuff of October yes. months and fall. And For the sure. changes of life. Uh-huh. And the leaves, weather season. Personality. Freezing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you think that like how I feel like there has to be some connection to Halloween and like dressing up into different personalities because I feel like this whole month of October people have been like changing personalities too like everybody's yeah. just like all over the place in their yeah. emotions let alone like at the end of the month we're all gonna just dress up as probably our strongest emotion I don't even know <laughs> there should be a day for that <laughs> dress up as one of your personalities yes exactly <laughs> Because I feel like it's everywhere right now. Every group message I'm in, every friend that I meet up with, everybody's just in this like deep, dark place right now. And is it all the – do you think it stems from – because maybe you're not watching, but I know I've been watching a lot of psychological thrillers this month because I get so excited to watch them. Is Is it us taking on those deep, dark personalities? Or it could be bringing our deep, dark personalities out. Yeah. I have no idea. I think there is something about fall, though, and the season's changing. It's getting darker earlier. I think our just that everyday serotonin we get from stepping outside into the sun, it just, it changes, and it feels like, especially in Minnesota, one minute you're having 70-degree weather, and the next day it's 30 degrees and snowing. It's just such extremes, and it's really hard, I think, to change your um your uh, sensories and like your how you cope with all of it I agree and especially this year I feel like we had such a warm summer ish into and then it came into fall and it was still warm and then all of a sudden it was just like bam cold we didn't even have and I feel like it's happening more and more as they talk about climate change and all that well and I think humans like we're we're definitely like creatures of habits but I feel like in the midwest through extra extra creatures of habits like extra yes we are (laughs) so I think there's just so much of that and it's it's hard to process it is hard I stopped walking outside I was like it is way too windy the wind if it wasn't the wind I would be fine and so then I make the excuse like oh it's windy today I can't go for a walk yeah when it's like get your ass out there Allie and go for a damn walk I'm like totally craving all the the comfort food like the crock pot I'm Mm -hmm. like "Mm, I want that soup those mashed potatoes with the gravy on them and all this stuff dipped into it like it's hitting hard for me we have definitely been my son everett he hates the crock pot if he comes home from school and he can immediately see the crock pot his whole day is ruined he hates everything that goes in the crock pot i hated that too i was very similar (laughs) when i was a kid and i'd be like a crock pot meal beef Roast beef, Ugh. cooked carrots, Pork and now I'm jocks. like, mm, all I the know. goodies and mix yep. it all together. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I feel I do. Um, and then too, you know, you got to stem in that all the kids start school. We're all stuck inside again. Everybody's getting sick. Yeah. So then not only that, you're getting sick on top of things. Right. You're getting these 24 hour bugs, mm-hmm. you know, your kids puking one day. And they're and exhausted. And, yeah. And you're exhausted. Yes. <laughs> it's like if I have to sign one more damn planner. <laughs> this is homework for the parents. Yes. It's not for the kids. It's oh. always for the parents. Yes. Got to micromanage. Uh huh. And my youngest loves to say I don't have any homework, and I'm like, "You're such a liar." <laughs> I know you do. Now I have to micromanage you and email your teacher and That's get right. all the things. We got tickets to go to the pumpkin extravaganza, pumpkin thing at the zoo, oh, where yeah. they had the five thousand yeah. pumpkins. We bought a ticket for Hayden, and miraculously, Hayden had homework that night. <laughs> <laughs> never, I had never had homework, but miraculously that <laughs> night he d- could not go out and he needed to stay home and do his homework. I was like, fine. Right. I don't even care. Right. Like, whatever. Do the dishes before yes. I get back. Exactly. This is your punishment, but not punishment in oh. a way. Well, it was just like, I mean, I'm not going to make you go. If no. You don't want to go, but. It's more miserable it's for funny. you. It was like, oh, now you have homework. Right. Like, if I look on your test scores and like something's not there that was supposed to be there, oh boy. Good luck. But I'm going to forget to look. So mm. his, his luck on that one. <laughs> well, that's how you know you have a good student is when you oh. feel like, I feel like that with Everett though, too. I'm like, oh oh you have a missing assignment are you feeling okay like what what's going on here well what? I finally just got on his parent portal so one thing that I run into with co-parenting is that I don't have his last name and so about every other year I don't get put on okay. everything so I had to call the school at the beginning because I for- I saw it right away of course I forgot about it they never called me back it's fine. But then Hayden's like, I need lunch money. And I like go and I'm like, crap, I'm not on there still. So I had to call, leave another message. And then finally she called me back. She's like, oh, there's just some buttons that weren't pushed. But like every year when we register him, like whether I do or Ryan, it doesn't matter. All of our information stays the same. Everything. I just, yeah. it is the most frustrating thing That is thing frustrating. And we go through it with his lacrosse registrations all the time. I have to go in and personally request and personally send the email and be like, can you please put me on the parent email? And so it's just hard. And then I, my problem though, is I forget to do it or I forget to follow up on it until like we're traveling and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't know anything that's going on. (laughs) I need to get on this. But it's, yeah. We deal with that at our end with uh, my stepson. He, Mike doesn't get put on some of this stuff either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I it's I get it, but at the same point, I'm like, don't you guys have a better system? Because I feel like this is super common. Like, there's so many divorced families. Oh, yeah, but it's the new age. I know that a lot of them have the same last names, yeah. and that makes sense, but... I know, but it, you've been going there. How long has first, he been Since in... he was in first grade. Right, so it's I like, know, what's... like, nothing's changed. Yeah, that's frustrating. It is, mm-hmm. but it's all right, so... It is lucky me i got to put lunch money in for the hundredth time in a month god forbid there were grants for lunch money (laughs) anybody else feel like their kids just eat nonstop? right this is just my teenager no it's everybody's my kid just eats pizza every day and he admits it i don't eat regular lunch i get pizza every day i'm like oh that's great i'm glad you're just eating pizza every day for lunch i think i would too though if i had it available i did i was that kid <laughs> i used to get cheetos and a milkshake you had milkshakes at one of my schools wow lucky we didn't have milkshakes i had chocolate chip cookies and pizza yeah. that was it and then in and fruit topia i like my high school and then when then we went to a small school and that was it was like we had these little packs of like um 
the peach rings, like the sour oh, peach yeah. rings, and mm-hmm. like you could buy those, but mm-hmm. I don't, you know. We couldn't have just candy in our backpack. We'd buy those instead. <laughs> Did you have Fruitopia? That was like my jam for dance line. Like I'd go. Fruitopia. It was like a drink, like a minute made kind of drink, but it was by Fruitopia. No, mm-hmm. you no. would know if you had it. It was so no. good. What was the red one that was like fruit punch, but. <sighs> Fruitopia. No, it wasn't Fruitopia. It was a different one. I don't remember it. I don't know. I know it wasn't Fruitopia. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm going to pull it up up. and I'm going to, she's going to be like, oh yeah, that was it. (laughs) Probably. I feel like it was, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Gosh. All right, listeners, you guys got to help us out with this. (laughs) What was like your early 2000s drink? Oh, uh, Sobe. Oh, Sobe. Was it Sobe? Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We would always get those and then the, um... What else what did we always get? The, well, energy drinks came out when we were younger, too. They did. So Monsters. I would get, like, full throttle. That was one of the first ones. And I, I would always – now that I know about my ADHD, I understand why I would get yeah. one before every volleyball game. If I didn't get one, it was really hard for me to focus. So it was like a <laughs> – it was like a system and they're so bad for you. But I just remember like it helped me play yes. so much better because I could focus so much more. But uh, that's how we felt with Dan's line too. We'd yeah. always have one and then our kicks would be like, bam, Woo! bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then my mom and I went on this road trip, you know, because our whole family is all over the West Coast. And so her and I did this two week road trip and we went all the way to the West Coast, like going through Idaho, Washington, down through Oregon, down to Northern California to visit my grandparents and all the way back. And we were driving back, and I had had, like, two of them. I don't even know. And we're going through, like, we're heading into, like, Sturgis and all that. And it was actually during that time. But she was trying to read her book. And I'm just like, look at the look at the trees. Look over there. What's that? Oh, my gosh. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, would you shut up? And I was like, what? And then all of a sudden, I just started laughing because I realized I had not right. shut up for the last 20 minutes. And I just was like, I was so bored. You're so lucky to go to like cardiac arrest. My girlfriend, Tiffany, she did it before a dance line performance. And she instantly went and ralphed after the performance. Because oh, no. she had, I think we had each had like three or four yeah, at that point. Yeah, you can't point. have like, that many. No, idiots. Like, no. but they didn't know any of that, that yet. That was like Mountain Dew. I just, I wish that I had the metabolism that I had back then. Oh we would go get footlong Subway and drink like literally a liter of, a liter of Mountain Dew and it like wouldn't gain a pound I know. you could eat a whole pizza yeah. i used to come home in between school and dance line and have french fries every day and watch s club seven yeah and then i'd drive back and, yeah, and was, i would put garlic powder and all the things all the things cheese yes. i mean anything you wanted you didn't even think twice nope. about it Mm-mm. i had an aunt one year pull me aside at thanksgiving and asked me if i had an eating disorder oh gosh i got that all the she time she didn't too. know where i put like because i ate so much because yeah. i i did i did and i still can eat a lot yeah but i could eat like a full-grown man and i looked at her and i'm like what and she was just like i just don't understand where you put all of that food and i go well i like practice two days i'm in like three <laughs> sports and like i don't know i'm just really hungry and i just remember like having a complex like after that like am i eating too much well that's oh just gosh. it that would irritate me i used to get irritated by it yeah it was it was funny but i don't get asked that anymore <laughs> me either I, I just get asked if I have butt implants by my mother. 
I was there, wasn't I? Yes, like, F you. No, I, I don't have buttons. I know, like. I can second this. Like, she definitely does not. <laughs> well, I got asked by my mom. We were in the hospital. She's like, did you get your boobs done? And I was like, these, mom? No. These floppy things are not done. Like, She's like, oh, they look good. I'm like, all right, well, thank you. Yeah, so like, thanks, mom. This is an mom. awkward conversation. Right? I'm like, my butt is your butt. Like, <laughs> do you have butt implants? Like, I can't my see me. My butt is your butt. <laughs> we have the same butt, mom. My mom and I do not. Not even close. <laughs> I don't know where mine came from in my family because nobody in my family well, has butts. Portuguese in you. Yeah, but none of those guys have. They don't? Well, I guess it was all males. No, they all had, like. They're all these short little Portuguese men. Well, like, they're men, yeah, but the women. I guess the women do, but I never grew up with any, like, Portuguese women yeah. in my family. Yeah. Well, I don't have any Portuguese in me, but I'm just Irish, so that must... Irish, Irish must too. My, my mom's sisters have butts. Okay. My mom does not. Okay. So that could be part of it. It could be part of it. I don't know. Or dancing. It just... Yeah. <laughs> for so long, it just is like, dunk. <laughs> Your butt's like, finally, I'm free. (laughs) Let me be free. Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I used to watch my aunt, who was a ballerina, and later in life, she like put her calf up on the on the coffee table, and it was so like wobbly. And I was like, Oh my god, you were a ballerina. I'm a ballerina. My calf is gonna look like your calf's. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't what do you think it was i don't know like, i think she had so much muscle and muscle then for a long time she didn't use it so then it was like almost skin that yeah. would just hang and i'm like wow skin scares me as i get older yeah me too it's, i know it's coming don't get me wrong you guys i know all of it's coming and it's some of it's already here mm-hmm. but man growing older kind of sucks but I, oh, I do have a story though. Okay. Hayden had a lacrosse tournament this weekend and we went and he had a break. He played at nine and he didn't play till two. So we decided to go get breakfast. I mean, it's like 1030 at this point, 11. So I ordered a coffee with Bailey's and butterscotch and so did half the rest of the table. <laughs> and then I get ID'd and nobody else. And let me tell you, like, I'm like looking at them because I'm there with my kids too. Right. And I'm like, okay. And then my, the guy that I'm seeing, my boyfriend next to me, does not get ID'd. And I'm like, how come you didn't get ID'd? He's like, I don't know. And she goes, you do not look your age. I go, well, this is my son. He's going to be 16. And there's my dad. And I was like. And he's my dad. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you just made my my day. Although I was like a little irritated. I'm like, right. I think I my ID I out now. But then after she said that, I was like, oh, Okay. That was me in the liquor store yesterday. I know I went in at 10 a.m. right when they opened because I had to get my client um, some a case of beer for their one year like home anniversary or whatever. And I had to buy bush light. So I'm in there at 10 a.m. with a <laughs> case, of bush, case light. of bush light. And I got ID'd. And I'm like, I would have ID'd me too. <laughs> Probably. Like, why is this girl coming in here at 10 a.m. for bush, bush light? light? Who's she buying this for? <laughs> got a bunch of teenagers in my car no i'm just kidding yeah right i'm gonna go uh someday fun day exactly more like what was yesterday wednesday i don't know wacky wednesday oh was it yeah oh i don't know it's funny i'm like so then i have those moments and like okay i'm not doing too shabby but i also had like a beanie on i probably really just looked like a hoodlum is what it was because i had like a beanie i had all these layers on like sweatshirt yeah like it was hey, better safe than like sorry. 
that she could they could have set you up who knows (laughs) (laughs) it's true it is you're a bartender when I come and serve and I get these young kids and they're ordering drinks, I'm like, I need to see your ID because I don't know how old you are. I know. They just. Well, and what happens in like the southern parts is that you have the parents who are like, well, they forgot their ID. And I go, I don't care. I can't right. serve them. Mm-hmm. And if you serve them your drinks, I'm going to have to tell you guys all to leave. Right. Like, and I'm just that. I'm that person. But well, you have to be. They could be setting be. you up. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sucks. I just think it's crazy that it's our responsibility if somebody drinks too much that it's our response. Like, we have to babysit somebody. Yeah. So we would have, I would have people come into the bar and they would be like, I, my f- it, end of the night, right? We're closing, we're kicking everybody out and some drunk girl's phone's dead. And you're like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you've had all night to figure this yes. out and your your phone's been dead and well, don't you have a charger? I said, no, no, I don't have a charger. Well, then what am I going to do? I'm like, I don't know. Call your know. mommy off of our phone. Like, <laughs> you're a full grown ass woman <laughs> I'm or a man, whoever it is, because it's the men too. And I'm like, you, I can't, I'm not your babysitter. I'm right. your bartender. Like, and so it's just frustrating to me that like you have to babysit these people to get them out and you have to babysit them on how much they can drink and what they can drink. And then when you, when you have to babysit them, you get yelled at. But if you don't babysit them, you get in trouble because then they're in trouble. It's like, what in the world? How did I become a daycare provider for like adults? I'm a daycare provider for adults too in my profession. I have to like babysit your finances. Like you can't go buy, you can't open credit cards, you can't go buy a new car. Like just all these things that it's like as an adult, you're just looking at this person going, I'm not getting paid unless you purchase a house or sell your house. And now I'm also babysitting your finances for you so that you can achieve your goal the one that you set i didn't even (laughs) set this like i didn't want the gigantic house you want this house and like what don't you get about don't freaking spend exactly listen to me i'm gonna decorate my whole house before i even get it i've had that they built this beautiful i think i've told that on here they built this beautiful house and ordered all this awesome furniture and then they went to the close you know two days before closing oh actually did you guys open you know five lines of credit like five lines i don't remember how much it was but like seriously like you can't go and do that do it after buy get your beautiful house and then order your furniture like not get up from that and like throw shit and then just like stomp I want to sometimes sometimes I just want to be like you know what my family was counting on eating this weekend (laughs) and now you did this like my my world effect gets so affected by other people they have no clue no I get it I deal with that stuff I mean granted my place of work is much better than at places I have worked in the past but yeah it's definitely one of those things of like why am I babysitting you right now I don't know what to tell you (laughs) Like, I don't know where your friends went. I don't know where your purse is. I don't know anything, but I want to go freaking home. Home. It's 3 a.m. and you're still here. You're still here. And I can't just leave you on. No. You know, it's like, no, I have to Now I have a guilty conscience. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to order you an Uber with the tip that you just gave me. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Bye, Felicia. Uh, are you guys doing anything for halloween um we don't really know yet um typically we've just stayed around our neighborhood and whatnot but our friends have a really cool neighborhood so we'll probably just pop 
over there. Do kids still dress up? Um, my, my youngest does. The other two at this point are just doing parties and hanging. Yeah. I think they go trick-or-treating with their friends at their friend's house or whatever. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hooligan style. Yeah. I remember I was doing hair and Hayden went with a bunch of his friends one year and he goes, yeah, some some lady was like, "Are you are you Sam's kid?" And he's like, "Yeah," <laughs> and he's she's like, "Oh, I know your mom." I was like, "I got eyes on you everywhere." Like he goes, yeah. "I was in a costume and everything," and I was like, "That's right. <laughs> yep. Don't be doing anything dumb." Nope, that's okay? why I tell my kids all the Don't time. Don't do anything dumb. I will find out because I know everybody in this town. So good luck. <laughs> um, my he still last year he dressed up as Eminem. That's a good choice. <laughs> I think for I him. forget what they were dressing up for, but um, he was an Eminem, or which like slowly turned into Tupac at one point, and then um, his friend was a, like a unicorn, and then his other friend was a cop. It was pretty funny. That is kind of funny. They Interesting were, choices. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but yet go together in a yeah. weird way. Lorelai has been. She was a cat her first year. She was a chicken. Her second year, and then last year she was a baby shark. So I think she wants to be like a little cowgirl this year because we got all that stuff for her birthday. So I'm thinking we can like make her like Dolly Parton. Yeah. You know, like she's got these cute little pink bell bottoms (laughs) and her little guitar and stuff and her pink hat. So. I think we might do like a little, I'm going to try and find like a little Dolly Parton wig for you her should. if I can. Because I think that'd be freaking it cute. It would be cute. <laughs> <laughs> and her favorite song is Jesus Loves Me Right Now. Cute. So like, I'm going to try and teach her how to sing in like a Dolly Parton voice. <laughs> I love it. Jack's being it. So nothing cute. Oh. I know. We're into the gory phases. Everett is conflicted because he, I don't agree with this, but I know I have to let my kids be what they he wants to be Jeffrey Dahmer, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying it out Everybody's loud. Everybody's going to be it. I know. I know they are. But it's just kind of one of those things where it's like you're 13. like. And do you really want to channel somebody like right, that? Right. <laughs> that, but Jack's being it. So it's like it's not – one's a fictional character, right? And one's a non – you know, what? what is the – Yeah. I'm like, they're both I, gross. Yeah, they're both gross. I don't know. Boys are interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that girls, it's like, what slutty character are you going to be this year for Halloween? Or like dressing up as Hitler? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's just the boys. It's not Allie's genetics That wasn't for Halloween. It's not Allie's genetics. It's just boys. It was for a history project. Gosh darn it. Still. <laughs> just you know, when I was younger, I um, wasn't allowed to dress up for Halloween is kind of an interesting story were you a jehovah witness yeah you would have thought um they were very into their i don't even know their religion their purist purism well it was the church that they went to and i think at the time they thought it was right you know and they were trying to follow these rules and it was like looking back it was very similar to like a mormon church or something like that where they had these like and you weren't allowed to dress up for halloween because it was like you were, I don't know, celebrating the devil. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And so it was really hard. Uh, we lived on California and it was like the best place to trick or treat. And so like my best friend who lived a house away, like their mom would always somehow talk my parents into being like, I couldn't really like dress up as anything. But like one year I got to go as like a hockey player. So I put like my rollerblades on and I like I'd get to go as that. And then one year um, she made a costume for me and her. So we were both mini mouses and they like sh- in, in order to get me like to get out and actually go. I got like they we went to this harvest thing and stuff. 
And then when as I got older, like obviously they didn't like we moved out to Minnesota. They changed yeah. and the place they were at changed and everything. Yeah. Um, but then um, I was able to go with my friends. But I like really enjoyed it a lot as a teenager. <laughs> like just because I, I never got to go when yeah. I was younger. And I mean, I shouldn't say I never got to go, but I would say at those ages where it was like the most fun, I would like second through fifth right, grade right. where it was like the thing really cool. Mm-hmm. I never got to go during those times and yeah, I just, and then in California, it was always very, very, like, we'd have to dump out all of our candy, right, and you'd have to go all. through it all for razor blades. You'd always hear all these stories about razor blades and different things in it, and you're just like, ugh, and it's crazy. It still hasn't changed. It hasn't. And now they're talking about, you know, candy. The fentanyl. Yeah, the fentanyl that. candy looks just like a... Um, what sweet we, tart. Yeah, sweet tart. Mm-hmm. So, kids, if you're listening... Don't take random candy yeah. that looks like sweet tarts. Or those or those one chip challenge things on TikTok either. The spicy chip thing. Like oh. kids are ending up in the hospital because of it. So yeah. just don't do anything stupid. <laughs> the Tide Pods. The, like things that just shouldn't be. Wait, you don't eat Tide Pods? I'm just kidding. It's like the kids who ate glue in elementary school. I still know who you are. <laughs> I was like, I think we can still pick some of those people <laughs> out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, so I had a little interesting, like, growing up with that. But, yeah. And then, so, but Halloween, I think, because I never got to do when I was younger, has never really become, like, a huge thing Thank to you. me as I'm older. And then I had Hayden, right? So then I right. had him at 19, and I it turned into taking him out. I didn't go to the no. Halloween parties and do the slutty outfits in college. And, like, I never did any of that. So it never became, like, a, a thing for me. Or my to- house was the complete opposite. I mean, my parents, my house was the house growing up that yeah. everybody went to. And they would scare the crap out of everybody. <laughs> I love that. Jump out of coffins. Yeah. And the whole, and I wasn't into it. Because I'm like, they're freaks. Like, <laughs> That's hysterical. I would have been just fine with your family. Like, okay, cool. And you would have been like jumping out of coffins. Yes, totally. (laughs) My girlfriends and I would do the haunted house every year in Mankato. And that was pretty funny for me because I don't know, I I wasn't really like scared, but they would, it was always uh, who's, who has to go first and who's going to go last. And my best friend, Kara and I would always trickle back last (laughs) (laughs) and we would, we could always tell who was going to be jumping out and we'd be like, we'd let them go in front of us and like follow them. (laughs) We'd, I'd seriously pee my pants laughing so hard because my other girlfriends would just scream and cry. That was me. Oh, yeah. It, I, I saw so much pleasure in that. I'm sorry. No, I, I literally like, had to be fun. carried through. Like, I was the one that couldn't <laughs> make out. it. Passed out. Like, my mom would be like, are you kidding me? And I'd be like, I just can't carry me. And they'd be climbing up everybody like, why did you bring me to this? And they're always like, oh, my God, you're such a baby. <laughs> traumatized traumatized and then I talked to her today she's like oh we never scared I'm like where were you oh you man I I I I can't watch scary movies now I'm way too like sensitive to dark stuff now like just because I think it's played a part in my life yeah. at times and so now I've my best like I said my best friend Kara my best friend Kara she loved horror movies and I'd always have to sit and watch them and she'd like fall right asleep and I'd be like wide awake <laughs> all night or I'd be driving home from watching like Saw 5 or whatever those all came out and I'd be like looking in my back seat constantly and yeah. like checking I just became super paranoid and so I just learned like I don't like these types of movies and if I am gonna watch it has to be like on a Sunday in 
the day with all the windows open. And knowing somebody's sleeping in your and bed And I with always you. have to tell myself that I have to watch it all the way through. Because then every time you get to the end, you're like, oh, this is dumb. Yeah. It's never a good ending. No. Like, it's just dumb ending. No. So it ruins it usually. But if you don't watch it to the end, it'll just freak you out. Where now I'm obsessed with them. I hated them as a child. And now... Now I'm like obsessed. The murder mystery. I like Those psychological yeah, thrillers. Yeah, the psychological thrillers. Yeah. What was the one with Halle Berry? Um, Gothica. Yeah, I yeah. liked that one. Yeah. That, where you're like, what? Right. They were right. dead the whole time. Mm-hmm. Or like, those but are I, cool. I'm like, oh, I don't get affected by them anymore. But I was home last Friday night by my by myself. I'm never home alone in this house by myself. Somebody is always here. And I was giving the dog a bath because she has such bad allergies right now. And I like kept looking behind my shoulder. <laughs> that was like you do get affected by that little chicken <laughs> shit just trying to be really cool yeah <laughs> it's hard to watch the ones where like there's people in their house and yes like a, and i was watching the watcher okay i just started that <laughs> on netflix oh, i had so to good. turn it off last night because i was watching it by myself too yeah. while i was sleeping and i was like i feel like maybe i just am a little too sensitive for this right now because like when he shows up in the the um oh, what's it called yeah the food thing that yeah carries the butler and he says boo i'm like oh god i would have uh, yeah. i would have crapped my pants and i grew up with one of those in my house as a kid where you could literally yeah. like it was a Get laundry shoot but you could do stuff with the and so that kind of stuff always affects me because i'm like i remember doing that as a kid like yeah. hiding and jumping out and and it never fails people get stuck in there yeah. right and there's like always We'd the creepy things drop that all of our toys into it and it get clogged and yeah but yeah no that's the scary part i will say that once once you do finish it you'll be like all right i'm good oh okay yeah it's mm-hmm. one of those yeah mm-hmm. interesting but it mm. still is not solved to this day do you watch the american horror stories I've watched some of them. I feel like I want to watch some of them, but those ones I feel like I would need somebody. Those are good, but it's hard because it's kind of like how you have to watch everything through. Yes. You end up watching the next one because it leaves you so, and then right. all of a sudden you're up till 5 a.m. And that's how the and sinner you've watched is. watched all of them. And then when you get to the end, you're like, okay, I, I found the the reason right. why everything's happening and you figure out the story but then you don't you haven't slept for yes. a day yeah so. that's how i do we're extremists though you and yeah. me like if we commit to something we're committing to it and that's how i'm like the sinner have you watched that one no no i haven't been able to watch much tv but when i was pregnant with lorelei yeah. and i was in i would because i was bedridden right. for so long that that was like all I did was watch. I had to find stuff to watch. So I got caught up on so much stuff then. <laughs> and then I haven't been able to. And then COVID came out and yeah. the, nothing new really came out. Now I feel like all this, the new stuff's finally coming out. It is. Yeah. I wait every Friday like, oh, it's going to come on. Here yes, I am sir. waiting with popcorn. <laughs> I was more of like a housewives, Bravo yeah, I was watching a lot of those for a while. I did too, and then I got so annoyed. I can only watch Beverly Hills now, and I I will watch Jersey sometimes, but you don't like Orange County. They nobody even is on it that was original, so that drives me nuts. Yeah. I don't like when they put a bunch of new people on because then I don't ever know who any yeah. of them are. Yeah, I don't know. Some I like find myself watching them and then like yelling at them. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you guys? Like, this know. is so stupid. And like, and but I'm still watching it because I'm like, 
Do you watch the Kardashians? Yes. yes. Did you and watch? I hate it all. <laughs> Did you? I, I absolutely hate it all, but I still watch it because I want to know what's like, I, it's stupidly interesting. I like to see the outfits and the, the houses and the glitz and the glam. I know, of course I do, but. It, I would have to say this one has been good that like watching them click back to Chloe right. and her actually admitting to yes. like all the stuff that's going on. I agree. That's been kind of cool to watch as like far as like. I okay, just love some stuff. Chris when she I want to do this to my mom. I want to give her edibles. My mom would be. <laughs> she gives her the edibles. It's so funny. It is so funny. She's laughing. I'm like, can I give this to Kathy Coffee, please? Because this would be hilarious to watch her. Like when she when she gets a couple of cocktails in her, she like yeah. relaxes and whatnot. But she is RBF 24 seven. Like <laughs> we told her she needs to go as RBF for Halloween <laughs> with a coffee cup because her last name's. Coffee. Or yes. no, we told George, the owner, that oh. he needs to go as Kathy Coffee and put RBF on his face. But I just want to see her on Edible so bad because she would die laughing. She would die. Yes. I know. And the, Chloe's like, what's so funny? She's just like, your face. She's like, when's the last hiding time behind the napkin and you had a girl's? And then she just starts laughing. She can't even I love make it. it out. I know. We actually are going to be having somebody on. We Ooh. are has their own uh dispensary for a lot of that stuff yeah, so, super excited i love I learning learn all about, about this natural yeah, stuff cbd mm-hmm. and all the things so that'll be kind of a fun that will be a fun one mm-hmm. intro but yeah what's going on in your li- like we just we were talking earlier about how we're both kind of taking on others emotions yeah. which we kind of talked about at the beginning of the episode but yeah um, I'm I'm dealing with PTSD right now. So it is starting to show up in ways that I think I've kind of been able to like be so busy that um, I've been able to like maybe outrun it or things have happening. But it's also this time of year, uh, memories flood in, different things flood in. And so um, what I thought was anxiety and then I went to the doctor and I was finding out is actually symptoms of PTSD. So I finally got a referral and I'm going, I don't take any, I'm off all my medications too and I'm doing all that. So I think maybe I'm just able to feel a lot more and kind of understand more things on what is, what the hard part about PTSD is you can't understand what triggers it or there's really no rhyme or reason to why your body can go into fight or flight. Your body's just triggered in a way, and it doesn't matter what you're thinking about, what you're looking about, what you're doing, it can just happen. And it's really frustrating to me because I don't like to be out of control in that area. So um, that has been a little tough. And then just, I feel like people are just going through big emotional things around me, like yeah. um, whether it's losses or um, just family stuff mm-hmm. and just a lot of things a lot of people are going well, through the world is icky and, right now too with inflation rates and all that so it's yeah it's a different world right now I think I feel like that's kind of it all the time but it feels just a little bit more um I don't know intense I would say like think people just feel very intense mm-hmm. lately even like at work and 
stuff like that where it's like uh i don't feel like people have as much grace for they each don't. other like even driving it feels like things that people have gotten really aggressive they and they're not mm-hmm. paying attention and it just kind of seems like everybody's going into this angry depression yeah, yeah. irritable yeah mm-hmm. so um and i'm i'm kind of in that too where it was like it just was a frustrating couple of weeks where it's like ah oh, i just feel like i can't win and it's um i just read a book actually by um i oh shoot it's a a rap artist from minnesota actually Madsen. And it was a really, it's a little short, tiny read, but it was really, really good. And I was talking about like your thoughts and how much that like plays so much. Yeah. plays a part in so much. Um, if you guys are looking for a really quick read, that's a great one. Um, but I read that and it really helped me kind of like, okay, I'm not a victim to my life. I'm not, I, it's just, this is just life and not, it's never going to change. No. It's always going to be something. So quit trying to think, oh, once I get through this, it's going to be smooth after this. And once I get through this, like just expect there to be bumps in the road, especially when you are doing really good. Like it's just reality of what's going to come. And um, but I did kind of hit a little spot there where I was like, oh, like Lorelai is sick again. And I'm fighting with, you know, our healthcare providers on just to get proper healthcare mm-hmm. for her. And, um, then that's done. And then Hayden is ending football and it's overlapping with lacrosse. And then I'm getting sick and then I passed a kidney stone and then my body, I think just processing some of the PTSD. And then I feel like I'm getting sick and it's like, oh, I just hate I hate when I feel like a slave to my body. Yeah. Like I hate when my mind has, I'm creative, I'm in this place mentally, but my body says nope. Mm -hmm. It's hard when those are disconnected. It is hard. It's hard. And you are only in control of how you reveal your emotions, right? Like it's all on you. And you can either push forward, but could also set you back because you're not actually resting (laughs) and your body's just going to be more pissed off Mm -hmm. or you can rest and stuff. But then your mind is like, like flying with the Riddler. That's what mine has been this week where it's just like, I don't know what I'm even doing. I'm just being busy to be busy and I'm not even doing anything. (laughs) Just pacing in circles. Yes, exactly. It's like my house is spotless. And then I just find stupid things like, oh, I could put this pillow here. And it's like, what are you doing? (laughs) But then it's spotless and then you're pissed because you're like, I just did all this work and it's done. And you're like, oh, my God, my family could live in my house, I guess, you know, like. Well, for me, it's just more, okay, like everything's great. And then I sit down to actually get some work done and then I just can't I can't do it yeah and so that's where I'm kind of been I feel like lacking creativity yes or drive I guess Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the love for it yeah it's really hard I think to do things when your heart's not in it it is it's so hard it is so hard like I don't know how people can just do nine to five jobs and like I went their jobs and still show up like I'd be like oh my god I can't I just can't today. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. That's why we don't work a nine to five job because if I don't like it, I just can't do it. I can't either. And my my husband says I'm, he used to say I'm so selfish. Like just get up and work for your family, and you're doing whatever. Yeah. And then and then he finally saw what what I needed to do, and now he's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful you didn't just go get a right. job that you weren't happy in. Right. To- and I think that is the difference, is if you find something, I think you've learned when you're passionate about it, you succeed so yes. much more, and you enjoy it, and you make so much more money. Right. 
but it is it's hard though to keep those triggers like away when you don't feel like it he'd be like just give it a chance just give it a chance and I'd walk in after a week and be like nope it's not for me I'm out (laughs) and he's like are you kidding me like I remember those days every week you'd call and you it was something new yeah but you uh were just figuring it out I was because we had to we we babies at 19 yeah we didn't get to go to college and change our major 86,000 and go get messed up every night and then be like no I'm gonna go to this now right exactly yeah so I've had some big you know changes in my my career in a way um left my my partner and so that was a really hard decision because I feel like I had jumped here I am jumping 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 again but I feel like every time I jump it's for the right reasons yeah and so um we had just a we've had a shifting market in the real estate world a little bit and so sellers aren't getting what they were once getting and especially buyers too with interest rates jumping from you know basically two and a half percent to seven percent rate interest rates it's a big jump for people and they a lot of people get discouraged and get out of the market and so it's been a weird fall for me um and talking about just keeping my mental health okay because I do take on my clients energies a lot and so last week I read a book um, and and now I'm gonna botch the name but it's called The Games People Play and it's actually from like 1964 which I thought was random but I'm an old soul so of course that one would speak to me but it's all about human psychology and the role you play in each relationship you have and how everybody has different emotions and for me like I find that I have a higher emotional intelligence and so it doesn't matter um, you may be much you know higher for us right than someone who is older than you and that also plays a position in you but if you are the more mature person you must play a different role in the relationship so you have to play the role of the parent essentially right and so and if you are interacting with this person at the same level and playing the field in your mind you're going to be the only one who's frustrated and I had to learn that this week and so I'm constantly I know so I'm constantly going to I was constantly letting people have, have like a negative impact on me because I wasn't understanding that they have a different set of abilities than what I have and so and not one isn't better than the other but it just it's really hard to have I found employees um that's a really hard thing to do and then when they don't see your vision sometimes and not that one is better than the other I just had to really sit and journal and figure out what is my goals moving forward but it's true when they say like your business is as strong as it's like weakest employee mm-hmm. or, you know, and it's it, like I was listening to a guy who ran multi-million dollar companies and he's like, give your employees raise it, like treat your employees really well and get rid of the bad seats. Mm-hmm. If somebody's coming in and causing drama and stirring up that that momentum that you have and doesn't see your vision, like it is so crazy how much it affects everybody around right and not I want to just disclose right now my employee was nothing like that it was just more a personality thing that I had this vision that I wanted and I knew for me that I just had to take it on myself because I wasn't ready yet so that was big to admit to myself that hey maybe you're not ready to 
have the employee and you still need that control. So I'm learning how to give up control small or learning small where ways. you want the control and yes. not expecting somebody to exactly make you happy. Mm-hmm. It's like you pick where we're going to eat. Why are you picking there? <laughs> Fine, I'll just pick. I know. Poor men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good at deciding where I want to eat usually. I am But too. then there's some days where I go, I don't want to make a decision. I literally will go to McDonald's. I don't care where we go. I just don't want to drive and I don't want to pick it. Yeah. So. I get like that too. But then he like will suggest, well, we can go here. And then I'm like, no. And he's like, well, then why did you? <laughs> we went there yesterday. Right. <laughs> like, I don't want Mexican. <laughs> I just need you to give all the options so that I can decide what I want. Exactly. So can you please just name off That's all the how restaurants? That's I roll. <laughs> And then I'll decide. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool lesson to learn. Or Yeah, it's it is. It's a bit intense, too. It is. It's a bit intense. It's, it. you know, it's all the things. It's going into the shifting market. It's how do I want to gear my business towards? Because, again, my business runs off of what the economy is doing really what the government is what we're doing and so with inflation and all that like families needing an extra 500 plus dollars a month like that's insane right but the thing that i and not taking on the other energy of having discussions with other realtors is everybody's down right now and it's like hey here's the deal like we have to look at the positive of it and we were having to put like sixty thousand dollars more down on a house in the in the other market that we were just in so it's like we're leveling out right now right and the government makes it and the media and everything makes it seem like it is way more intense than it actually is right and the rates are going to change so you might get into something right now that you're paying a little bit higher but you can always refinance into another rate so it's like you have to look at it like yeah go out and rent but you're paying 100% interest to rent and yep. it's like real estate is the most secure thing that you can actually invest in because it will always appreciate because you're paying it every month so right. I think yeah and everybody's gonna you know unfortunately die you're gonna get divorced you're gonna have more babies and grow out of your house get married and have to sell both of your houses to get a new house so it's like right. ev- if, if you're a realtor listening because I know there are some like it's going to be okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Hold tight. Yeah. Don't panic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're always ever changing. The world is always changing. It is. So, I mean, and especially in your world, it's always changing mm-hmm. in that, that type of environment. But I mean, and too, like we change. And so even your, I'm sure the type of people that you're dealing with now and just how you want to do business, the type, of, I remember doing that in hair, like running my, my business for hair, like I remember like upgrading every few years and like realizing I am going to raise my prices because this is where my knowledge is at. And this is when people would get mad. They would stop coming right. or they don't want to pay. I would feel bad about it. And then sure enough, my clientele would double yep. and it would be the exact clientele that I needed that worked for me. Exactly. That was appreciative of my skill sets and the knowledge and everything that I continued. And it was always that scary thing, though, of like okay, like we're going to do this and people are going to get mad, but I know my worth and I know what I deserve, you know, and it's still like I look at what I was making back then, what they're even making now. I'm right. Like, Holy I know. Like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's still uh-huh. good. But I, I think about picking my scissors I up again. I shit you not though. Like the products are on 
unbelievably expensive color like the amount for a color tube two ounces of color Mm -hmm. which i mean sometimes you're using six to eight ounces of color on a head and it's i mean uh, it's crazy people don't understand that no Mm -mm. the amount of uh, products now i mean so i get why inflation happens but some of it it's like god this has to even out somewhere it does and inflation can be a good thing but going into you know an economic winter we're we're just waiting to see how it's like let's get out of it because it's the highest it's been in 44 years right now i know that's Mm -hmm. crazy yeah well we're still alive though we are and we're thriving right exactly some days no just yeah sorry i just wooed in all your ears I know that's the most annoying thing when we hear the playback is like, oh my gosh, I laughed 86,000 times in that episode. But I think we hear it because we're our own worst critic compared to what other people are hearing. Hopefully you guys are laughing with us so you don't hear the laughs. Exactly. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. Which is going to, we're like getting there for to have some sponsorships and stuff. So if you guys could go on to all all the platforms like apple podcast all of that and just give us a, a review that would be amazing yeah mm-hmm. that would be great yeah so just spreading the word it helps us get higher up so we can have uh, more awesome people on and yeah continue our journey exactly. and continuing your journey mm-hmm. well thank you guys it's been really fun talking about halloween and yeah. the changes of the season mm-hmm. and our feelings and jeffrey dahmer <laughs> and jeffrey dahmer <laughs> And how I never was my childhood trauma of not being able to <laughs> trick or treat. <laughs> my childhood trauma of my parents Scaring dressing you. up as scary ass people. <laughs> oh, I gotta love it. I know. Well, I hope you guys are having a great month and it's been really fun getting to come on and yeah. just chit chat. So stay twisted, everybody. Yes, thanks. Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from Allie and Samantha. Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Twisted Twisted sisters. Sisters. We're all a little twisted.